we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, how you doing, Eddie? I'm doing great because last night we had an experience. We truly did. There's not much we can tell you yet, but we can tell you that you will be seeing us <laughs> very soon. We filmed something very fun yesterday, and hopefully uh, we can tell you very soon what that is. Yes. And Hopefully, many of you will be able to see it. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm excited. It was very fun. It was very, it was kind of wacky, but it was very fun. Our mystery event was an interesting time, but it was definitely a good time. Definitely. I think we had a lot of fun. Some old friends. We made some new friends. Yes. It's great all around. Okay. That's all we can tell you, but we just wanted to (laughs) tease you out. Not to be too cryptic, but we will tell you as soon as we can. As soon as we can. This week was a good week in Bravo. We had one show ending, Married yeah, to Medicine. Yeah, saying goodbye to Married to Med, which I think it's a good time. It's, I'm, yeah, I think it's time. And Married to Medicine, I hope that when they come back next season, they bring kind of quad into the fold from the beginning. I think that's one of the things we can take away from this finale episode of the reunion is that quad is an integral player in this group of girls. Oh, hundred percent. Should we she, just jump into married to medicine right now? Yeah. Let's let's wrap up married to medicine and say goodbye to it for now. Scott's explanation was that he just made it all up to yeah. get back at Contessa in the moment because they were on camera. What I love Contessa said something like 13 different things, 13 different times. That's, what she's getting every single day from him. And Anila's husband was also called out about it. And he was like, yeah, I don't know what to believe. Cause and I've he's heard, the new guy. Yeah. I've heard so many stories today. And at this point, I don't know what's true and what's not. And Contessa's like, thank you. That's what I've been dealing with for the last year. Yeah. And poor Andy is so confused. I mean, you can't make sense of anything. No, Scott is saying. None of it makes any sense. I feel really bad for Contessa. She's being gaslit within an inch of her life. We've talked about this many many times in the last few weeks i'm praying that by the time we see them again next season i'm praying that they are separated honestly just at least separated because i think contestant oh my gosh i thought you were gonna say i hope they've figured it out no i'm sorry i if unless scott has a you know lobotomy and completely changes his personality i don't see him coming to the table and being supportive i, I mean that's the truth he couldn't even remember that all she wants is counseling and she looks terrible she looks like she's going through a lot and i just want her to be at peace so at least if they separate they can really figure out what they want and maybe she'll love being independent and she'll want to go through with it on her own anyway well they were like in la like a few weeks ago oh they were together or i don't know if it was la or santa barbara something she was in la i don't know what she was doing here and then they met up and they were on vacation still and they were photographed together on her instagram okay so well, then maybe it'll be a continuing storyline for next season. Yeah. I just really, the contest of it all, it just makes me feel so sad for her. And for those kids, Scott really needs to figure it out and put in the work because it seems like she's the only one even having a thought about it. Yeah. And, you know, it, they can't move forward if they don't both 
go for it. Also, something that made me really sad is Eugene. When Eugene was talking about COVID and his experience. Oh, my gosh. And that's what the, I think I said this on, like, the first or second podcast where the yeah. toy was trying to be like, you don't understand what my husband went through. And they were like, no, we all are doctors, physicians. We all had our lives affected by COVID. And she's like, you don't understand. And he even now was like, I am in the ER. I'm, I jumped on someone without a mask to put a ventilator on them. We saved her life that night, but she died the next day. There's an added COVID. level when you're yes. in the ER or the ICU. There's an added level on top of being a doctor. You're dealing with COVID like on the front lines day to day. So it was nice that he was able to talk about that. And I felt like mostly everyone heard what he, what he meant and, and no, they agreed. understood. Yeah, no, I, I really liked that, that they acknowledged that it was very tough for him as opposed to, you know, other things. I mean, Dr. Jackie also was saying how difficult it was to, you know, have mothers have babies and then immediately have to take the baby away. Yeah. That must have been hard as well. I mean, insane. Absolutely insane. Well, to go shout back to out s- to all of our first responders. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Going back to Scott for just a second, I thought, you know, I don't agree with Heavenly a lot, but I was so thrilled when she brought up Scott's discrepancy when he because he claimed that he had made it remember he just said I made it up in the moment on camera about the life coach to piss Contessa off but then after the cameras were down I explained to her that I was just getting her go and that I was making it all up yes but then on the island with I believe Heavenly and I can't remember who was with her was it Quad yes in the hotel room no it was Simone right May, oh yes, maybe it was Simone, but Scott reaffirmed that he did have a life coach, but then just said that it wasn't a woman. It was, it was a man. Ke- Kevin Johnson, Paige yeah, and Kevin Johnson. Paige and Kevin Johnson. I, I, I just. What is the lie? Like, what is the? Well, truth no, it's so clear point? that he's lying, but it just you can't do anything if someone is digging their heels in the sand. Like, you can't do anything about it. You end up being like in Tessa, feeling completely crazy. It's, I'm, I feel crazy now, which is why I'm sort of glad that we wrapped up the reunion. I mean, and also Scott, like, wait. The facial photo. What the hell was that? Okay, that also... I think he definitely hooked up with that facialist. There's no way around it. The way he was, like, bragging about it. I mean, like, yeah, she, like... We got a photo when well, I... That's what the vibe I, I got. Well, he did it for a promotion for her Instagram. And Andy was like, well, so did you get it for free? And he's like, well, no. And it's like, okay, so you paid this woman and then did her a favor because you thought she was hot. Yeah. Like, don't try to... I can't remember who that called it. Way. I can't remember who said this to Scott, but he was a, he was the um, habitual line crosser. And and I think Contessa was like, I say that too. I've actually said that to him. Yeah. And I just, I feel so bad for her because she sits there and cries and then he says something like, it's okay, it's normal. And then she's like, wait, what? It's okay, it's normal. Like, what are you fucking saying to me? I just... I worry about her and, and her mental health. And her also trying to be like, everyone needs to stop. I don't want you to see the wrath of Scott. What the fuck was... Yeah, it's... it's and I was like, what? It, it's all getting a little crazy now. Yeah, I do not think he's well. I do not think she is well with him. No. My heart goes out to her. No. This wrath of Scott thing scared me. No. So let's take a break. Let's separate, y'all. And then maybe, maybe come back together. But like, let's... They need to be away from each other. Oh, well, she needs a break. No, she, needs she definitely break. needs something. And I don't think cancel, counseling now, the more that I think about it, and I remember that wrath of Scott moment, I don't know if it's going to work. No. I don't, I don't think, think so, so either. I just want to say, before we wrap up Married to Medicine for the year, yes. I'm loving the Dr. Jackie ads <gasps> with their the QR code on the screen during yes. the episode. Yes. The full-on, like, full ads yes. during the shows, during all Bravo shows. I'm like, girl, get it. Get it. Make that money. Everyone buy her product. I mean, I'm, I want, I, I'm going to scan the QR code next time. I'm just every, next time I see it, 
boop. Well, that's one of the things I got into during the quarantine was skincare. So like, I'm. I'm uh, I it. thought you were gonna say QR codes. <laughs> Well, no. we all are now. I mean, we all, we've all had to adapt yeah. and embrace. The I'm QR really into code. QR codes now. Yeah, lol. That's so <laughs> weird. I don't know. I kind of like them. I think they're fun, and you get to do the scan. And well, then... for menus at restaurants in particular, I really enjoy just being able to just look right there and then be done with it. Well, you know me. I already know what I'm getting before I go to the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about this this week. You are so insane about reading the menu before we go somewhere. You, I, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. But yeah. It's to, but you do it like if I don't know, I'm gonna have a panic attack until I get the menu. Well, I don't want to get there and like be stalled and be like one more minute, sir. Yeah, who care? Okay, it's fine. I'd rather and just enjoy the I get it. The I get scene, it. Enjoy the food, and not have to worry about what I'm gonna order. I, I know what I'm gonna order. I looked at the menu the day before. Okay, okay. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to Shaw's. Yeah, dinners. Shaw's was good this week. It was good. I. I. Th- this whole Paulina on the phone thing and her kind of attacking the group really kind of bugged me because I don't think the group is the problem. I mean, at the end of the day, they did release this story and get everything going about Mike, but only after Paulina had texted them in the first place. That's what I was saying too. She sort of started this whole thing by bringing them into it because she needed help and didn't know what to do. Or so she said, or she will know, or she, and or she was just trying to put Mike on blast. Right. And maybe just if maybe see what that would do. But yeah, it's they, none of them would be involved if not for her. And that's the thing where I'm I'm confused by why she's against them. And she's been there when Mike's gone off about people talking about it. So they're not talking about it because if they do, they're going to get into a fight with Mike. And now you're upset. It's just it, it, it all became very convoluted and very weird. I I get now where Gigi's always coming from when she's like, it's both of them it's Mike yeah. and Paulina yeah. although I think she's a little too intense on Paulina but it's their weird thing now and they need to go off and just deal with and it figure and it everyone out. else just like hands off because you know I still am team Paulina but it's all getting a little oh so complicated Stephanie Persia mama we gotta love her <laughs> also love that MJ was wasted she was so drunk I also had to laugh when Destiny was like I've been good too Paulina and she's like yes Mercy, like you've been great to me. She thought you've been amazing to me, MJ. It's like no, 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 no. But no, MJ drunk, like attacking GGGG, not being about it at all. No, she's probably like stoned and being like, "This is too much for me. I gotta get out." She's having like one of those drunk heart to hearts with no one, (laughs) with no one. (laughs) Speaking of MJ, I had to laugh when he was trying to like play with Shams, and he was like, "Hello, my baby." (laughs) I love Tommy. I think he's so funny. I I go back and forth. I I don't. I don't know. I know you don't like him and you think he's gross. But no, but it's I, these moments where I find him charming he's and so, endearing. He's so charming and sweet. He's a good dad. He's a very good no, dad. No, he is. He is. He is. We gotta love it. Though he did have an anger problem. I love that we're still talking about MJ's fingers and everything when she's like serving food. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like really stressed about that still. It but cracks I mean, me up. I would have felt the same. We, we had a full on discussion about it on this podcast. I love how Gigi found a house without Reza's help. Like she was like, you picked me a death trap last time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going elsewhere. And she's like, I bought a house. Good for her. I'm very happy for her. It's time. Even though she has this like very weird idea. I mean, I'm not going to say it's weird. I'm not going to knock anyone in the way that they want to live their lives, but she has an interesting idea of how she wants to like live out her future with like a man who has other women, but she's the main woman. Yeah. She has really thought this all out and I'm all for it. It's not for me, but like, I mean, that's what I was saying. I was like, not knocking it, but it's a very interesting life path. Yeah. So we'll see if she gets it. 
I mean, talking about people not getting things, Nima doesn't understand why only his co- why his cocaine girls don't want to settle down with him. I mean, the Nima in London relationship plot First, this out episode of, was out, out of, of the blue. world. Yeah, it was like, very very crazy. weird. I I like London, I think, but this was weird. I was like Nima being like, you really want me to wear an earpiece and go to a restaurant okay. and have you sit at a table? I have always wanted to do this. I think it's so funny. I mean, that would be fun if uh, we did that. Like, yeah, I right? think we would have a good time, but I just didn't think Nima and London would be the pair. No, exactly. It was... Like, I, think- I would have rather Gigi or Destiny be the girl in the also, seat. Also, London's dating advice is not great. She's very... I need to know everything she, about Yeah, she goes you. very deep very quickly. Yeah. I, it's like, I don't what? think that's always the remedy. I like the girl that he sat with uh, at the she restaurant. She's very cute. The I ducks were her. very, very loud. I mean, that would bug me too. I'd but like, I thought okay. that she was very cute. And I thought they had chemistry. I did. Glass of cab, please. Also, though, oh my God, on his profile, what was that one thing that I have an unhealthy obsession with brunch? brunch. I'm glad, That was the one thing that I agreed with with London. It's like, no, 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 no. These answers are horrible. But then hers were like... I love a person who has a big heart and who wants to sit down and have a deep, thorough conversation about life. It's like, no, London, that's that doesn't work either. Reza and his mom, I was dying at the conversation where he literally had to have two dinners every night because he was having sex from eight to six yeah. with people. <sighs> wild. Wild. That is wild. And she was just like, okay. I'll this make book is going to be all over the place. That girl, his ghostwriter, she's got her work cut out for her. She, yeah, she's got a lot to I'm get sure she's going to make it a masterpiece. She seems Let's like a, you hope. know, she, she seems quite confident. I mean, I don't want to buy the book, but I want to read the book. <laughs> we'll read the articles, the reviews first, and then we'll decide. We'll decide. If we want to venture in. Yeah, my mom texted me yesterday and was like, do you want the new Andy book? Because he came out with a new book. Oh, he did? Yeah, it's, oh, I didn't it's know that. coming out. It's I, 365 days of, of glitter or something like that. And oh. every day is a quote from a different famous woman. Oh, okay. So it's like an inspirational, That's cool. I'm assuming, kind of thing. But, you know, Andy in another book. We got to love him. Kind of like Mike and his business ventures. He's always got one coming. Yeah, unreal. The apartment complex is not going as planned with the contractor, which, are we surprised? No. Also, we were tr- we kept pausing it and rewinding it and trying to figure out where exactly this apartment complex is. Yeah, we couldn't figure out where in L.A. it was. It was like, it was so, I mean, somewhere where you could see downtown L.A. very qu- clearly. Yes. But it looked like East. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I really we have tried no idea. To st- read s- but even with signs. all the building's problems and all the obstacles it's clearly going to face, his dad was like, well, this is the best we're ever going to get, Mike. So I'm proud of you and I love you and good job. Well, <laughs> I thought it was so shady of the producers or the editors to go through all of Mike's companies and have the birth and death dates of all I mean, of his previous endeavors. I mean, he's been through a lot. Like, let's be real. Yeah. But hopefully this works out for him. I'm sure it will. He's got great parents, I have to say. They're very supportive of him. Yes. He does not deserve them. (laughs) Then we see Mike go on a date with Paulina. And they kind of have more of a conversation about what's going on in general. Right. At the Echo Park River, right? Or Echo Park Lake? Uh, Yeah. Is it the Echo Park Lake? I think so. Something. It's in Silver Lake, (laughs) that big body of water. We are on the south side. Yeah. Southwest side. This is a whole other country. No kidding. Yeah. Truly it is. (laughs) You'd be like, what people don't understand. But I believe it was Echo Park. I believe it was Echo Park. LA is a big place. It is. And it's hard to get everywhere. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I got more I got (laughs) to say, but I ain't saying it here. But Mike was basically saying it was kind of tough for him, but he feels like he did a good job because he went from being a rock star, yeah, what, living I, a rock I, star I lifestyle. I couldn't follow what he was saying whatsoever. To being a dad. 
Yeah. It did, I didn't know how we got to that point, but we did. And Paulina's just fully, she's like, I'm going to be with you. I'll stand by you. Like, I don't get where their this relationship, delusion yeah, is coming from. Yeah, their relationship doesn't make sense to me anymore. It didn't make much sense to me before, but I, don't, I just don't know what to believe anymore. Well, I'm being gaslit. I mean, these two are in it to win it. It feels like they're yeah, just, they're, yeah, they're together. I mean, Gigi was shocked. I was shocked too, but Gigi was so surprised when Michael was like, yeah, I plan on getting married again. And she's like, what? I don't know, dude. There's so much evidence that you, you should, should do the contrary. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's frustrating, but it's the best we're going to get. Yeah. Speaking of people that should be getting married, Nicholas and Omri. Oh my God. I loved the impromptu engagement party at the restaurant. I was dying. So sweet. I was dying when Amrit's dad was like, we could get BOGO for the groom. Yes, for outfits. the groom's outfits, for the matching tuxes or whatever, the suits. Amrit's parents, I'm in love with. They have, the mother has shown so much growth in accepting her son and who he is. Yes. And it's incredible to see. It makes me smile from ear to ear and grin so much. And I'm I'm just so proud of her. And I think it is one of the most beautiful transformations we've seen on TV. Like not that she was bad, but she is leaps and bounds beyond She's what she was before. a shining example of what should be going on in the, the Indian world. community or in, 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 in the Indian community specifically when it comes yeah. to, you know, sexuality. It's really awesome that they support Omri so much. And I can't wait for the wedding. I cannot wait for the it's wedding. It's going to be on TV. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be three days of fun. It better be a three-part episode. I'm sure they will. I hope they do. Yeah. One for each day. Maybe it's even a four-parter. We, we don't know, but I'm here for it. Maybe <laughs> um, it's a whole show about it. I would love a whole Oh, I would love spin-off. a two-parter. No, I want a spinoff. Oh, I, no, like a we, port, like we Porsche. Saw, yeah, we saw Brittany and Jax go to freaking Kentucky. No, you're, you're so gonna right. You're going to tell me I can't see Amrit and Nicholas plan an I think Indian it's, no, gay I wedding. I think it's going to be the backbone of next season. I want it to be on its own. I think also Amri's parents are going to be really good source of help for Nicholas's parents. He There was like a thousand people in his town that he 50, grew up 1500, in. I think he said. Yeah. And somewhere in Michigan. That's like smaller than high schools. Like yeah. that's as big oh, as yeah. high school. Tiny. That's Tiny. wild to me. Yeah. But I'm glad that they were happy. I thought what Amrit said to the parents was so nice and so be like, very, I'm going to be there for him. He's never going to have to worry. I so. think this next part is going to be really exciting for It'll the two great. of them. I love cream soda. Oh, my God. Wait, did you did you know that Monica's parents had been divorced for 15 years? I thought it had been like five. I don't know why I thought it was only a couple years. I'm just surprised that they're still so bitter. After that long. After this long. I mean, she does completely change their relationship in this episode, which we should just talk about this now. Yeah. So she... First talks to her dad about agreeing to a dinner. She had talked to her mom about it the week before. Right, right. And she gets them to a restaurant. And I, I love what she did. It was a little bit awkward at first. The mom was like, oh, you ha- you're you going to run to the bathroom. And she's like, why? You're going to get cold and need to pee. And even Risha was like, what? Yeah, like, no, no. She was like, what's happening here? But... She understands it's it's awkward and it's a little bit weird at first. And then she's like, let's play a fun game. We've all at this table known each other for so long, including Rish. And let's just say one of our funniest or favorite memories. And the mom first shares a memory about Rish. Mm-hmm. And then the dad shares a memory about the three of them as a family. It was very sweet. And I love that because that was him being like, I'm going to reach out and like extend yeah. this hand. It definitely broke the ice immediately. 
and it was great to see them connect. And then after the dinner, they, they were chatting and yeah, they had that conversation. It seems like they're really going to go out of their way to make something work between them so that they could be there for Monica because Monica's about to embark on that very exciting and chapter. I, I'm sure after 15 years they can come to some kind of agreement. Yeah. And figure something out. Yeah. I have my theories about what happened with them back in the day. We're not going to talk. No, about of that. course not. But I'm just saying, I, I think that Mas- they, it's nothing that they can't come back from. Any in, idea in I have in Matthew's mind, mind he's, I've heard it. He has a full concocted story about <laughs> and, this relationship. Yeah. So even from it, this imaginative <laughs> fictional story, they can come back from uh, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the story I made up in my head, of course. <laughs> I love Brian's mom, Dharma. She's the best. She was a standout this episode. I just think she's so great. I think she gave Brian such wonderful advice yes. about relationships and just also his, just his confidence and how he should feel about things. Uh, I loved it. Uh, they caught the fly. She I caught was, the fly, yeah, I, which I, I literally was crazy. had master fly killer written down. <laughs> so we find out that Reach's sister Hasn't spoken to Lopa in 10 years. And it was, and they used to be very close. Yeah. I thought that Risha was an only child. So did I. I felt very bad for Lopa. I felt really bad for her, but it also makes sense why she's trying to keep Risha so close. Well, and why she has this like darkness, like this aura. Yeah. She has this like, you know, sadness about her that she carries around. And that's a big part of it. It looks like. So Lopa also talks about why kind of the things are still not good with her and Rishma. And it's due to the fact that, first of all, she ignored her at Rishma's other son's wedding. Right. And then she says, she d- like says things are over, but they're not over. Nothing, and she's no, it's nothing issue. new. It just, can, it just continued to fester. I think Loba wants Vishal's mom to do this huge mea culpa I and think she's never she, going to yeah, get it. She's never going to she get it. She's all like, she has, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Let's move on. And like, let's just be done with it. Lopa, I feel like Lopa is the one between the two of them holding the grudge. Anisha's clothing line is taking off. Really, she, though? I was really shocked. I want to know what store it's going to be in. Me too. So, I want Century see. 21. <laughs> it's uh, for her and Sonia. All right, lost it. But I, I love it. And I love that she's helping the boys find fabric. Now I think I want to try the underwear more so than I did last week. See, the more they talk about it and the more they show it, the more it looks cute, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Maybe, maybe that will be on a Patreon special where we'll review, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll review the underwear. We'll do a review. I would love that. That'd be so funny. Okay. So Dharma has a dinner party and it only invites Lopa and Shitra. Yeah. You can't call it a dinner party. I mean, it's like a little get together. It's a it, dinner. Just dinner. So it's between those three, but Dharma didn't know. The producers did. That Lopa is not in good terms with Suchitra at all because yeah. of what went down at the engagement party last year. Right. But again, Chitra didn't really do anything. She didn't. No. Lopa has it in her head that she went and talked to Michelle's mom about. And it made things worse. Yeah. That didn't happen. But it's all Lopa now that I'm starting to slowly realize that. she's She needs to get this chip off her shoulder, whatever it is, with the situation. She needs to get over it because at the end of the day, these like even Richa said it to her they're not going to be able to move forward in their engagement or their relationship or their marriage until this tension is gone. Right. It's weighing and everyone else wants them. to move on. Every other party involved in Vishal and uh, Risha's impending engagement, everyone involved in that, like is already moving forward and trying to move on. Yes. So Lopa got to get on board girl. 
Uh, speaking of relationships. Oh my I, God. They're, they're breaking up. They're breaking up. Brian and Monica are breaking up. There's no coming back. Yeah, this. No, they, I think that these problems have been there since the beginning and they just finally, after five, six months of being together, they're finally getting around to saying, having the conversation. Yes. They were floating free during quarantine. It was fine. It was no big deal. Then things got real. Yeah. And I think it's honestly because Brian lost his job. I think that's part of the well, reason why he's holding back. I don't know. I, I think it's a lot of things. I think that like Brian doesn't want to leave South Florida, and she doesn't want to leave. Doesn't want to leave Tampa. And that's and the they're both problem. they're both preoccupied with their careers right now. They're both preoccupied with their futures, which is fine. But that's the thing is that I just think they need more time to be doing what they're doing. I don't think they need to be married either of them. I think they should maybe take a break and come back, circle back on mm. this relationship i don't know because they seem to really like each other like that is very evident but i just think they're both really self-conscious brian in particular brian is very self-conscious and i think monica has just a perfect vision of what she wants her life to be and she was kind of hoping brian would just jump along yeah, for the ride admitted like you're the you're the first guy not completely aligned uh, with my checklist. checklist and i'm like oh god that right there i was like okay then this is gonna end yeah this is not she has a perfect idea of who she wants he can never be that for her and i think that's what he was trying to say to her the whole time was like you have these things that you say that you want and i can't provide so i don't want to like give you those expectations and she's like no, I've never said that, but also at the same time, I am saying that. Yeah. She's pl- she, like, it's, I honestly, I hate to say it. I'm on Brian's side for this. I think I am too. Um, and I agree with Brian's dad when he was like, you guys are just in two different places. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what it is. And, and she's allowed to have that list and that checklist and want that type of person. And she can get that person. But if that's her life plan and that's what she's doing and she's doing the whole Tampa thing and he just wants someone that's going to care about him. And he's doing the whole sales, whatever, which yeah. sounds crazy. It sounds stressful. And I, I, I understood what he was saying where she can be a doctor anywhere. Yes, it would absolutely be hard for her to pick up and move and meet new people and start over in that way. But your career and your job would sort of be intact. I understood what he was saying where he'd have to get all new, client all new clients contacts. and yeah. stuff like that. Whereas like that's already built in for her. She's just transferring hospitals. Yeah. I understood what he was saying there a little bit, but I also got what she was saying as like, we both are going to have to give up something or sacrifice something, which I thought was correct. Oh, I just feel bad for Brian. I love Brian. Yeah. And I was, and like, I like Monica too. I think she's great. Yeah. I felt bad for her stuck in that house. Yeah. Oh God. How painful. You can't go anywhere. You're fucking trapped. So you have to make the most of it. You have to make the best of it. I would go crazy. Uh, yeah, me too. I would be insane. I'd be like, I can't deal with this. I right can't now. deal with this at all. I'm, I'm going to go sleep in the hotel. <laughs> I'd just be like, yes, Ryan, please pour those tequila shots. I can't believe next week's the season finale. I'm so sad. It's I feel like it really quick. raced by. Well, it better be a good season finale. Yeah. I want another And again, like I'm, I'm glad that we're getting uh, these COVID seasons out of the way and that we're moving into seasons like where... Of real life. Yeah, where we're getting back to real life and we're getting back to 2021. Oh we're not gosh. still in 2020. So... Oh, C has been taping. I'm assuming they're going to do a reunion, right? For I'm Grandma sure Charlotte? they will. I'm sure they, they will. They have to. I'll be so upset if they don't. If they don't, I'll be very upset as well. But like I was saying, OC's taping right now. Vanderpump Rules just finished taping. Salt Lake is finished, right? I don't know. They might be. I felt like Salt Lake had been filming the same time as Potomac. Remember? Because Potomac and Salt Lake ladies didn't go to the 
Housewives Peacock, Getaway yeah. Peacock thing because they were already filming their own stuff. Remember, they were filming when, when Jen got arrested. That? When are we getting the All Stars? I really want All Stars. I think that and Salt Lake are coming out in October. I'm just going to guess and say like September, October. Well, Salt Lake did premiere in November of last year because we went. <gasps> yes, we went my- to the drive through. That was such a quarantine highlight. Yeah. But I think that they're going to do September. I don't know. I think they're going to announce it next month. It's going to be September. Oh, my gosh. Stressful. I can't believe it's already September. Okay. I know. The world is moving forward. Everything's too quick for me. Okay. Let's hop into Potomac, which second episode of the season, still fantastic. Every These moment. giving it to yeah, us. Yeah. They're just so great. They are truly, I think, my favorite franchise. They kind of sneaked up to the number one slot in the last, like, two years, and they're just holding it. They jumped for me. It was like, oh, okay, I'll watch Potomac. And then I watched it and I was like, why am I not watching Potomac? These ladies don't disappoint. No. Okay. I got to ask you. Okay. Did Giselle wish death on Ray? No. I think she was being snarky and was making a joke about uh-huh. his age. I don't think he was, I don't think she was wishing him ill. I think that again, I do think Karen is blowing this out of proportion both, a little Karen bit. Karen and Giselle both do this. They take a fraction of what the other person says and blow it up into this ridiculous far-fetched thing that is pretty far off from what actually happened or what was actually said. It's ugh, it happens all the time. But Karen's kids were so young when that happened. Cut uh, to 19, 19 and 27. Yeah, like are you fucking kidding me? Karen It was really funny. She I mean she's very quick. They both are. And it's good to see them kind of feuding because I know we love this frenemy situation. They go got. so hard. And then two seconds later, they all just resume eating at the dinner table. Like nothing yeah, happened. it was. They were like literally screaming at each other. And they're like, OK, your next course is. That was wild. It was so good. I'm I'm into it. I'm glad Wendy announced her butt, even though it was too late for some people. That was weird, though, that she checked to see what Mia had gotten done first and then sort of revealed it. I don't know why she felt like she had to break up the announcement. Why not just show it all at the beginning of the she, night you know she wants to it's the art of again i love her but reveal. like it was weird it's the art of the but reveal. then she it seems like she passed so much shade and judgment on mia for getting hers done i don't know it just was ill-timed i think it's it's kind of a reason i don't think these two are going to get along we'll get more into this at the end of the episode yes, but they are. do not like each oil other. oil and water proud of candace the actress the nba not in nba but m as in mary ba yeah candidate yeah I and mean, she's doing an album between the yeah between the singing and the acting and the business degree they're all a little silly for for me for candace but like i said last week there's this calming mature yes. energy again for her that is new and i'm really digging it no i have to agree you said last week that you think she's gonna be very calm this season and i said don't count your especially compared to the other women i think i'm right no i think candace is honestly flying under the radar because a lot happened with her last season and she's like i just gotta keep my she head have, down she has a husbander now which i think is such a bad idea it's a momager i get i totally get a momager but even that is a i think a bad idea as well unless you're chris jenner well i am chris jenner and i oh am, jesus but I yes i think her. a spousal like you know manager i think that's a slippery slope oh uh, yeah that could be tricky for sure because he's basically trying to control every part of her life and if he wants her working and making money, that means that he's planning everything out See, for her business. Britney Spears all of, over again. I'm telling you. No. Oof, Free Candace. <laughs> do not, <laughs> do not start that. Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. <laughs> but it's good to see her like this. She's working. She's booked and busy. I think it's going to be fine. You know, it could be tricky, but I think for them we'll work. We'll see. Yeah. 
I liked Ashley having her mom over and Sheila walking in saying, I want a beverage, not saying what she wants. And Ashley just knows she walks straight into the kitchen and makes a screwdriver. Yeah, I was shocked how immediate that was she was just like i know what i know what the beverage i love though that every you know when asked oh ashley how is uh your relationship between your husband and your mom and she's like oh yeah they hugged they uh hugged recently (laughs) that was a big step yes jesus christ but her and her mom were close you know just talking about all the holes she's using for horny michael like it's nice to know that ashley underneath it all is still so gross <laughs> i love seeing ashley pregnant i don't know why i love it so much no i do too she's just a beautiful pregnant lady and she's a gr- she's a great mom great mom karen did not get a well along that with the baby kid was afraid of her and she was like oh well, it's time for me to go we got to get out faster than anyone yeah, ever seen it can be a little frightening sometimes Love you, Karen, but it is a little much. What's truly frightening is the West Wing on Giselle's house. Like Robin said, it's what just a house f- attached yeah, to a house. Yeah, it looks like a barn attached to a cabin. And it all looks it ridiculous. is is a room, a bedroom, and a closet upstairs. Like, really? I uh, Yeah, I don't know who her contractor is, but that I didn't love it. And room to room, I go back and forth. Like, there are some things about her um, aesthetic and her de- uh, decorations that I'm like, I love this room. Love this room. Ooh, God, this room. Ugh, I hate this room. You sound like Lisa Renna. It's a lot for the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it looks so good. This room. I love I this. I love it. Lights. <laughs> okay, but I did not get Giselle trying to be like, yeah, I'm just over Jamal, kind of like, it's not going to work out. And Robin was like, huh? Yeah. You're over Jamal. Let's all be real. Jamal was over or never was really being with Giselle. And now she's trying to play like she's over him. Even her own daughters were like, no, your, your choice in men is trash. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't know how to date. <laughs> I loved it. And that's the thing is that like Karen, although her delivery is pretty mean and nasty sometimes, that's basically what Karen has said at the reunion yes. was like, the man lives in the phone. Let's, let's be just, real. Yeah. Let's be honest. But now that Giselle has come to it on her own, now it's like, oh, of course, like that's how it was all along. They're the same person. Karen and Giselle are twins. Well, speaking of twins. Yes. Wendy's mom wants a boob job and she wants the girls to pay for it. I love that Wendy's mom has embraced this reality TV life. Yes. Because I know full in now. she was very, you know, uh, uh, upset and unsure about Wendy, you know, kind of facing herself out of teaching and just doing more public, like, you know, uh, front facing stuff like TV and the show, of course. And now she's just embracing it, being like, yeah, I want a boob job, and uh, I'm going to be the funny, scrappy mom uh, on Potomac. She's ready. The food looked amazing. I wanted to eat everything that was on their table. And I love Eddie. I love him. I know. He's he's, uh, not just because I share a name with him, but I do find him so amazing. I just have have to say, Wendy building up her candle line, her being like, you know, I've been working hard for so long. I've been working as a correspondent, as a teacher. (laughs) And I've never really gotten the chance to pursue what I really wanted to do with my life. And that passion is candles. It was like a sketch. Like, it was this, so this crazy. I thought that she was going to say, like, I'm going to run for office or something. Or I'm going to start this charity foundation. Something. Or I'm going to start this, you know, nonprofit. Not, I, I want to make candles. I mean, listen. Which is great. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I love her. I love a candle. God knows. My favorite thing to do is w- up on the way to my cabin, there's a place called Jamestown. It's like an old timey town. You, they, you make candles. You dip candles. Yeah. Love it. And uh, Wendy is amazing and she would produce a great product. It just threw me for a loop. It was a little crazy. It was insane. But God bless her. We will be buying it. I mean, I love a candle. I got to say. Yeah, I do too. So 
we are we are just big a fans weird of flex a weird flex a weird left turn but we're here for it and we're here to stop the hate and spreading light yeah oh my god so karen is having this karen. like relationship lunch or it's like a double date thing. Renewal thing. But the renewal, this isn't for the renewal. This no, no, is no. Like renewal of like their... Their vows are eventually, but this is No, invitation. but this is like... I thought she said something like this is a re, like a restart, refresh of of, a relation, of their relationships too as women. Oh, yes. Hoping that maybe Giselle w- would come. But of course she and Robin were like, nope. Yeah, they're like, bye. Even with the Ferrero Rocher. Is that how you say it? Those chocolates? Ferrero, yes. Ferrero yeah. Rocher? Okay. I think it was interesting. I mean... Every time I see Ray, I my heart just grows three sizes. He is the cutest thing in the entire world. I, yeah, I. but he's getting old. I don't know why I'm noticing it more and more than usual, but he's getting up there. Yeah. I love him. I, I'm, I'm concerned. But he's silly. I love him. I think he's great. I am happy that Candace made the effort to come, even though she still isn't 100% back on Karen's side because of how things went with the Monique and Candace fight. Mm-hmm. I had to laugh at the line where my back is still healing from the wound of the stab. I know. Oh my God. She's so, so dramatic. Dramatic. But I really do love that she showed up. I love that they were like, you know what? We're going to have fun tonight. And then you and I will talk separately because we have some stuff to iron out. It's just the more that these women can kind of mend these fractures, the more that they can all be together. So it's again, I'm impressed with Candace. So am I not her usual demeanor and I'm loving it. Not at all. And it avoids a fight between her and the the woman of the house. Yes. Yes. But it does not stop a fight between Mia. So yeah, Mia, I don't like her. I, however, think that she's great for the show. She is just the right amount of something. I can't really put my finger on it. That just, yeah. I have a great judge of character and I know Giselle is a good soul. I know, but we need a wife in the circle that changes her story every two seconds. Like that's integral to conflict in the group. She, so saying one minute, like I, I think I'm a great judge of character and, and you're really awesome, Giselle. And then cut to, Oh no, but Karen, like you should really watch out for her. I didn't realize that she, you know, wished your husband dead. And I love that when he was like, wait, 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 wait. You said the exact opposite yesterday. And in fact, uh, if it were me, uh, I would have protected my friend before I protected someone I just met. And, and Mia's like, well, you don't understand. Me and Karen had a conversation. She said, if you guys mish, mish. If you guys don't oh mish, God. don't mish. But don't, don't mish because of account of me. It was crazy. Yeah. It was mish. It was, I just love the part where she goes, but don't, don't mish on account of me. Yeah, but don't, don't mish on account of me. <laughs> it was like, what? It's like, what? It's, it's going to be my new thing. I'm going to say it all and the time. And Wendy just looked at her with the mish, biggest mish. eyes, just like, what the fuck are you saying? Well, I mean, Wendy had every right to call out Mia and being like, don't come for me. Yeah. But I do love that Mia was like, don't put your finger in my face. I will fuck you up too. I appreciate that Mia's just getting in there. She's getting her hands she's, dirty she's right doing away. It. But um, Team Wendy. Also, this newlywed game was out of control. Ridiculous. I loved Ray when he was like, this is where Raven was made. Like when they were revealing the oh, crazy places they had geez. sex. And Karen was like, oh, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> but I also had to laugh that Ray, out of any of the housewives, what would want Katie Rost. That w- oh, So left field and... No. God bless you, Katie, wherever you are. I hope you're doing okay. Last I heard you were not. But no. We were supposed to be getting a TV show about our life. She like wrote a show about her being oh, wait, a model. Really? Yeah. I Crazy her though that he immediately, without missing a beat, just like threw that name out was there. Katie. Yeah. It's like, oh. Also, Mia and Gordon met at a strip club where she was the bartender. Yeah. And we clarified that she's 38. 
38. 30 and 30 and then he's 36 years older right i think she might be 36 and okay and then they say 30 i honestly could care less how old she it, is. it's just it's it's quite a bit of age gap but that's fine <laughs> but she was not i mean i do not think she was a bartender no i think she i, I think that like on a certain shift maybe she bartended but i think she did lots <laughs> of things there you have to be a, allegedly. You have to be a, a well-rounded queen yes, in a, those establishments. Exactly. You got to be able to work the front door, security, yeah. the bar, and the pole all in one night. Yes. You're just popping around. It's yeah. like they blow a whistle and you shift change. No, hundred percent. Coyote Ugly. They all did it all. Can't fight the moonlight. Okay. Well, no. I am enjoying Potomac. It's been so wonderful to watch. It's really delivering, so and it's 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 proving to be the best one so far. And New York, I think, had. One of the best episodes this season. Yeah, I'm glad that too. we're going to jump on New York because every every podcast, every TV show that I uh, digested this last week, every single thing brought up the ratings problem with New York. Apparently ratings are lower than they've ever been for the TV show. And I'm so glad that this episode was so good because like this is the kind of episodes they need if they want to get the ratings back up. Oh, yes. Yeah. But at the same time, I've got a lot of issues with the reason, like, why I think the ratings are low. I think people are annoyed. People don't want to eat the vegetables. And I just think that people need to just eat the vegetables and eat the vegetables and just, like, embrace something new that you don't know much about. And again, the show is so, it's so great good that it brings week. it like, like yes. this. I think this week's episode was such a good example of the show always gets back to the petty fun bullshit. Yes. And this week was no exception. This seance, we'll get into it, but I I would be down to go do like a real seance. Oh, like I'm this. so down, especially after this episode. But I also, I feel like I would be the person that would be like possessed and I'd be like, oh, Jesus, I'm speaking to you from the grave. Okay, well then maybe we don't. But I want to do it because who knows? <laughs> Oh my god, it could be fun. I thought it was insane how, of course, the episode starts with Ramona throwing Sonya under the bus and talking to Prashan, saying, "I just don't understand. I don't. I don't get her. I mean, you can't throw fireballs. You can't, you know, antagonize her. But like, you know, just she's not like you and I. It's like Sonya's your best friend, Ramona. You got to put Prashan in her place first and like go be a friend to Sonya. Well, I can't believe that it got so f- as physical as it did between those two. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Sonya get that aggressive i know and i think sony was being the instigator of this entire yeah thing. but then brashan definitely took it to octane the, yes and for th- sure and then sonia breaking the glass the, see sonia like what are you so incensed about that you have to do that like that was all i, I think that's it was just because she got called drunk i the, they, they both drank way too much they both got in each other's faces and put their fingers in each other's faces they both went left. I think Sonia had the edge of being the worst of the two since she punched that glass in. Oh, 100%. And I love Sonia, but like it was just wild. And I love that Leah and Lou and Ramona immediately, immediately you know, come together and go, you know what? We probably need to talk to Sonia about her drinking. Because I, I think Bethany is the only person that's ever tried to get to Sonia. Maybe Dorinda and Bethany, and they're both gone. Luann and Ramona, just, I don't, I feel like they get to a certain point, but then they just, you they know, back off. They wash their hands of it real quick. When Leah is like, we need to talk to her tonight, after Bershawn and her makeup, after they go to this place for the seance, uh-huh. whatever, she's basically like, we need to have this conversation right now because she's drinking tonight. She has an espresso martini which 
Bravo is doing a special martinis left and right. Yeah. Like uh, also like Sonia and Ramona, you both are not, you know, very good about your bladders and your bowels lately. Like stop giving your, stop giving stuff to you. That's going to make you like have the runs. I like, mean, stop. Just don't let's do be it. Real. Ramona's bowels are just very loose. Like, I'm sure. <laughs> like let's cool it with the espresso martinis. She literally guys. shot on the floor last yeah. episode. Uh, oh my God. But I just, I don't get the urgency of it needing to be that night, especially if she's already been drinking. I get the cameras are there. I get all of that. But I feel like if these women actually truly had an issue with Sonia's drinking and actually truly wanted her to be okay, it wouldn't be yeah. this situation. No. And Sonia could sniff that out. She's like, you are being stupid. Like, right. You're acting like you're in 12th grade, stealing my drink. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm on vacation. This isn't an everyday occurrence. When people come to my house, I, you know, I offer them a drink, but I'm not drinking all the time. Yeah. I love how Sonia was like, don't do the distraction bait and switch. Like, I know what you're doing. Yes. And I hated the way comparing her experience to Sonia's saying that she didn't do hardly anything and she went to jail and like what Sonia did was way worse. And I'm just like... Luann, you assaulted a police officer. Go fuck yourself. Let's be like, real, Luann. Let's be real, please. And I agree. Ramona and Luann immediately throw it to Leah and have Leah basically do all the hard work, heavy lifting. And I do love what Leah said that, you know, it would be irresponsible of us if we didn't tell you that we think that drinking is a problem for you now. And Sonia seemed, all things considered, seemed pretty receptive and open to it. Yeah. But I again, I think she was receptive to Leah and not to Luann and, and to Ramona. Sonia said some crazy things this episode. Like, um, I have open channels of professionals that I speak to all the time. I do telemedicine. Like, I it was wild. I, oh, yeah. I love how she was like, oh, if all there is is cheap wine and Bershon, like, I'm, I'm obviously going to have a fight. Like, she's just all over the place. The seance was incredible. I love how at the beginning, like, right after they do, like, a blessing or they call the spirits, a light fell. Yeah, oh, yeah. Y'all, this is real. Spooky. Like uh, the spirits were angry in there because it was a nightmare. Well, the energy was I all mean, fucked up. All the, yeah, you had everyone and then of some weird possible uncle and uncle figure in your life. Yeah. Okay. Marion was great. Michael was a hack. I, I didn't know. Michael is not real. No, he's not real. Marion, I think like is pretty legit. His, his message about the goat was so basic. I couldn't follow it. And Bershawn's face said it all. She was so confused. I mean, he was basically trying to say like, you're a person who you know, hasn't reached their full potential yet, which is obviously everyone. And you're going to be on that journey and you're that goat right now trying to get that top of the mountain. And it's like, like what the that's fuck? Literally everyone in their life. Ridiculous. So, okay, yeah. Is, no one's telling you anything. I love that. Um, afterwards <laughs> we realized that Leah's dress is on backwards. Like this is the shit that I need. You know what I mean? This I mean, it looked gold. good. Oh no, it looked amazing. I'm, I'm honestly, you can wear dresses forward or backwards. That's a rule that I say works in fashion. I agree. Um, other, there's some, there were so many other funny quotes this episode. Like Ramona, I think you need a good pharmaceutical psychologist. And Sonia's like, Oh, I know I do. I have one. I have so many. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just, I also just loved when Bershon and Sonia are making up and Ramona in a rare moment is actually not being a bitch. She's actually just asking a waiter to go grab them tissues. But of course, Sonia <laughs> thinks that she's just being obnoxious and talking while Sonia's trying to talk. And Sonia's just like, Ramona, shut the fuck up. Jesus. I'm talking here. And I was just like, this is amazing. This is incredible. Oh, it was a great episode. It was a really good episode. People I'm fought, happy. People made up. I'm happy the ladies that got the real thing out of Marion for their spiritual. It all seemed very medium. healing for all of them. It was them. great. No, it really and I also it. just think that people need to, you know, believe in New York and they need to believe in the show. It's always done us good. 
And everyone needs to relax and just keep watching and keep encouraging your friends and family to watch because the show is not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. If I have anywhere. anything to say about yeah, it. Matthew, who's in charge of all things Bravo. Oh, should we wrap it with uh, Bev Hills? Yes, let it, let's it. let take it on home. Back to the La Quinta house. I think that this franchise has the edge right now for being the best. I think, well, Potomac's now here. So Potomac, I think, is going to is going to really just shoot up but the front. Beverly Hills is, but giving, Beverly me Hills is giving me everything this season. After a couple weird seasons, we're really cooking with gas. So all the ladies are coming down to the La Quinta house. I love stay. Sutton just staring at an empty suitcase. Literally. She's on the phone. She's like, I'm staring at an empty suitcase. And there's like an empty suitcase right in front of her. It seems like one of those like family guy sketches. Like, no, it's really it. like, I was, <laughs> it was one of those things. She is a Seth MacFarlane character. <laughs> she actually is. I loved Kathy Hilton being like, Oh, I've never driven two hours by myself. My knees hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, she also, Oh, she did drive by herself because all the ladies had to bring her luggage upstairs. Yes. One step at a time. Oh, my God. (laughs) Everything she fucking does is a a riot. She picked up the big candle she brought and just was smelling it. Oh, yeah. Out of nowhere. Oh, my God. But the big story of this episode that it starts with is that is Erica coming. She's going to be staying at a hotel. I think Crystal, Garcelle, and Erica are all staying at a hotel. Yeah. And the other ladies are staying at the house. Uh Uh-huh. And everyone's like, is Erica going to come? Because we just found out all of her assets have been frozen. She has yeah. no money. Yeah. And Erica's going to come. I thought it was really interesting what Crystal said, where she basically insinuated, if you really are that wealthy, you pay the $2 million and you let it go away. But Which makes me think that they have nothing. No, I, th- I don't think they have anything. And I think that Crystal, like a lot of us, overestimated how much Tom really had. I think Erica overestimated how much he had. It seems like it. She's she, her life is completely different. Um, I love her, but like if you're going to bring your dog and your dog shits on the lawn, pick it up. Come on, Erica. You're, you're fighting for your image right now. The last thing we need is for us to see you letting your dog shit it wherever they want and not picking it up. Just saying her funeral procession walking in where everyone was just like, it was so quiet. Everyone's like, I'm so sorry. And like would hug her. It was insane. (laughs) And she's like, I don't know. I just don't know what I'm going to do. It's all just so confusing now at this point. The more I hear about it, the more I don't know what to believe. And I love Erica. I I think that given what we know, this is going to, this can go one of a couple of different ways. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I was on the skepticism train with Erica from the get go. Which and I know was smart. I was not as naive. You now are on the train as well. Uh-huh. Chugging along. But a couple things I noticed and I'm just, we'll just talk about it all right now. Like that, the, the, the lasagna dinner, all of it. First of all, no mascara running this episode. No, just straight tears. It, made me second guess the validity of the scene that we had last week. If that was a scene in real time, if it was a scene filmed later, I don't know. Yeah. It's very tricky for me. I'm sure. See, my thing is, is like, I think it's a scene that they put in possibly because Kyle just mentions that they had a conversation a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. She could have had that conversation privately with Erica. Yeah. Because, in theory, if you think about it, it was when she was COVID positive. So wouldn't she not be able to, I don't know. It's the timeline of it all just seems really shady. To oh, me. all of it just seems all over the place now. That's what's really bothering me. And seeing the mascara not run this episode one single bit. I was like, I feel like she added that in. 
Yeah. For that scene that was four days ago or whatever. Y- that, like, yeah. That, were they at a zoo? I can't even remember. I don't know. So random though when Sutton right in the middle of all of this just chimes in and goes, well, gosh, Christmas, you know, uh, I, 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 if you want to hear about a sad Christmas, uh, my dad shot himself two days before Christmas. Thanks, dad. It's like, what? what? It was, I mean, I get where she's trying to come being like, you know, this is going to be a sad holiday season, but I, I, I mean, and I feel so bad for Sutton and what she went through a hundred percent. But it was not the place and the time, I feel like. No, it's like we're not competing for who's saddest. Like, yeah. That's not happening right now. I mean, but gotta love Sutton's mom's name is Reba. I died. How country is that? Reba. It's so great. It's so great. I also just loved. Oh, we forgot to talk about not only Kathy with the luggage, but also Kathy with the bread. Oh, it's always good to laugh. Just dancing with the bread. Seeing her and Kyle get along is just so and they, great. And you can see Kyle is so happy that yeah, they're Ky- getting along. Kyle is A-D-H-G-G-I-J-J-K. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> uh, Drake follows Lisa Rinna, lest yeah. we forget. What's that about? I mean, it's Lisa Rinna. I get it. But he doesn't follow anyone else. I thought he would at least follow Erica Jane. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he follows Lisa's kids now, too. I don't know. I'm sure they're all friends. I loved um, them giving to Erica a candle to like just blow it out. For the lunar eclipse? For the 600 year lunar eclipse that comes only once every 600 years. I remember years. that. I feel like I manifested something pretty important. Now, okay. So this is where things get really fucking weird with the Erica thing is when she starts yes. talking about this car accident that she told them all about before when it happened and that yes. Tom broke his ankle. But she said that he, it was just like a little fender bender when that really he broke his ankle. that he broke his ankle and it was just like a little fender bender. But now come to find out he actually drove himself off the road and like really hurt himself. Okay. Now this is where it, this gets confusing. Cause she goes back on what happened in the story three or four times and she makes a it's couple a little different each time. Every time she says it. So the first time she said that he was unconscious for 12 hours and she knows because she found him. Yeah. Then later in the story, she says, well, he called me. Yeah. And I, I didn't know where he was. I thought he was just with some woman and he called me. It felt very Scott from Mary to Medicine. Just yes. starting to just like just throw Everything. shit out there because the lie is getting a little yeah. freaky. Then she said the car was totaled because he drove it off the cliff. But then she said, no, he tumbled down the cliff out of the car. Yeah. Two different things. It's, it's all shady to me i mean i she's obviously lying i don't i mean i think he maybe he definitely got hurt maybe he was unconscious for 12 hours here's where i'm at honestly with the whole erica thing is now that i think about it and we're getting through you know what happened this week part of me still wants to believe that for the most part Erica did not know a lot about her finances or what was going on with tom and his law firm and all of their business i think she kept herself out of it yeah maybe like you know, negligibly. So she shouldn't have done that. But anyway, she kept herself out of it. And then I think that their relationship started to just like disintegrate over the years because it's just not a good relationship because he's just a misogynistic, powerful man who's all about himself and just wanted the trophy wife and all that stuff. But I think she was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, just deal with it because look at all the things that I'm getting from this marriage, all the security, all of the, you know, stability given my life before it. And then COVID happens and she's like trapped at home with him and things like in a very quick way start to unfold and she starts to find stuff out. It's like a psychological thriller. She's like at home alone and she starts to, you know, reveal things. And I think she started to make plans to get out of there. Yeah. And then 
I think that she left. She knew a little bit about what was going on, and that's really when she made the cut to leave. And then all this started to snowball afterwards. Like they announced they get divorced. Then it announces like what is going on with him legally. I think she started to make mistakes after it all came out because I think now she feels the need to put on the performance of her life. And I think in that mentality, in that mindset, she's making all of these mistakes. Yeah. So like she may be telling the truth about not knowing a lot about what was going on with Tom and his finances but and his business, going but because she's going overboard, it looks like she's lying. Okay. I, you know what I mean? I you're feel like really, you're really laying the tracks for I your, know. I just don't want her to be for guilty. Jane train. But again, I mean, Teresa Dudice went to, prison for a similar crime signing her life away and sending her name to things when she wasn't paying attention so it's like if and Teresa was you know I think Teresa though lied under oath and that's what made it worse so I don't you know but I'm just so surprised that Erica's laying it all bare for us to you know consume in the middle of it all as it happens on TV it's like who are her lawyers like did her lawyers tell her that this is a good idea to get out in front of it by you know I don't know. It seems And then every time messy. she talks about the mental or, you know, you know, she talks about Tom's mental and emotional stability and his illness or whatever. I just go, I don't know if I believe this. Well, uh, even every, even Lisa was like this episode, you know, I was with him a year ago and you just seemed so there. And oh, with and then it. Tom cheated too. Remember? What, oh, and Kyle was like, oh yeah, they've heard rumblings around town about that. Because Erica was like, oh yeah, I didn't know he was uh, in a car accident. I thought he was just out with some other woman. It just, it, I, I was like Dorit, just like, Mouth open, mouth jaw open, agape, all yes. jaw on the floor, the entire time. And then, all of, a, of course, sudden breaks the silence with, "Anyone want some pancake cake?" Well, that pancake cake looked good. It looked really good. And of course, Lisa Renna had to bring up, bring up Scott Disick. She's like, just to take off the yeah, the like she Erica. pretends like she hates it. She fucking loves it so much. <laughs> Harry Hamlin, you know, Harry Hamlin this morning just stopped me in the kit- kitchen and goes. How did Scott Disick get into our lives? <laughs> and Kyle, Lisa's like, I think it's more of a friendship thing. I think it's a friendship. And Kyle's like, oh, yeah. And like motion. Oh, my God. I love Kyle. I think oh, yeah. having Kathy around has really reminded me how much I really like Kyle. Well, Kyle is so carefree and fun now. She's not under the reign of LVP. Um, the trailer for what's coming up this season looked fucking wild. One of my favorite quotes that Erica says is, guess what, bitch? I'm not threatening. I'm promising. Oh, it's like, oh, <laughs> God bless her. God bless her. It's I just going to be a great season. And I'm just really enjoying it so much. As am I. I oof, it's so juicy. And the whole Eric of it all is really getting my gears going. And it's going to be <laughs> getting just my so, gears going. Well, gonna no. be so excited. Bonnaroo t-shirt. <laughs> Are you just talking <laughs> about I'm, what I'm wearing now? I'm just right coming now? for you as we come to the end of our episode. I like this Bonnaroo t-shirt. Oh, it looks good. Okay. Shut yeah. up. Good color. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And if you aren't already, subscribe wherever you're listening to right now, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you're on social media, we are too. Search at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. And make sure to check there where we will be announcing what went down last night. And where you can uh, watch it. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe it happened. Y'all are going to go wild. It's not that funny. It's very I'm silly. Kidding. It's I'm very thinking silly. about everything that we did last night. I'm like laughing out loud. Oh, I know. I've, I embarrassed myself thoroughly, but it was for a good cause. Well, we mentioned all we could, and we will see y'all next week. Bye.